Hey, everyone. I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is the CNN political briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Tuesday, June 22nd, 2021. A top Democratic priority seems doomed in the United States Senate. We'll discuss that. Plus, time is running out on those bipartisan talks on infrastructure. And finally, the Biden administration is on track to miss a key vaccine goal. Later today, the entire country will see whether our Republican friends are willing to even debate this issue in broad daylight. This afternoon, the United States Senate will vote on a motion to proceed to voting rights legislation. That was Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer previewing what is almost certainly going to be a defeat for his party on the For the People Act later today. Now, this isn't even a vote on the actual bill. This is just a vote on whether or not to bring the bill up for debate in the United States Senate. But of course, his idea of Republicans actually engaging in this debate was pretty much rhetorical. The answer is a clear and resounding no, at least according to Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell. They've made abundantly clear that the real driving force behind S-1 is a desire to rig the rules of American elections permanently in Democrats' favor. That's why the Senate will give this disastrous proposal no quarter. Of course, Schumer is eager to unify his party and then put all the blame on Republicans as a wall of opposition to this. But the reality is Chuck Schumer, the Democratic leader, said this was one of two major priorities, two top priorities for his leadership in the Senate this year. And it's doomed to fail. But one small victory here for Majority Leader Schumer is that he is keeping Democrats united on this vote. The late big development in this story today, Senator Joe Manchin and Chuck Schumer announced that they have agreed to a deal where Manchin is going to vote yes on the motion to proceed, to move on to this bill and to begin debate. Therefore, all 50 Democrats will be unified to begin debating this bill, putting the public pressure on the Republicans for their opposition. Touting the compromises that Manchin was able to work into this bill, he said in a statement, quote, This process would allow both Republicans and Democrats to offer amendments to further change the bill. Unfortunately, my Republican colleagues refused to allow debate of this legislation despite the reasonable changes made to focus the bill on the core issues facing democracy. Of course, there are a lot of Democrats who disagree with Manchin's proposal, especially the voter ID provisions where Manchin requires uh, expanding voter ID laws across the country. But just getting to this point where the caucus could be unified to move on to the debate is, I guess, a small message victory here for Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden. Of course, if the Democrats are totally unified, it will be the issue of the filibuster that prevents this bill from moving forward. And that is why Kirsten Sinema, Democrat of Arizona, took to the op-ed pages of The Washington Post to write a piece recommitting her opposition to filibuster reform. Quote, to those who want to eliminate the legislative filibuster to pass the For the People Act, I would ask, would it be good for our country if we did? only to see that legislation rescinded a few years from now. So if you're looking for any opening on Democrats who have been resistant to changing the filibuster, coming on board just for the purposes of getting this voting rights legislation passed, 
You should keep on looking. The White House said today that we can expect a written statement in Joe Biden's name once the vote actually has taken place and that we can expect to hear from him on this issue in the next couple days. But ask yourself, in all that you've observed about Joe Biden and the priorities he's put forth day in and day out for the American people to see, has fighting for this legislation been part of that? Two months ago at his first press conference, he said it would be. And I ask whether or not you think Joe Biden has actually leaned into trying to get this done or if he was aware from the beginning that the numbers were never there and they were going to have to figure out an alternate strategy to actually accomplish some of their goals. Now, here's what else matters today. If you're looking for agenda items that Joe Biden has been putting his muscle into, look no further than, of course, infrastructure. This is priority number one when it comes to legislation coming off of the Hill for this administration. And today, a senior team, including his top advisor, Steve Rochetti, and his legislative affairs advisor, went up to Capitol Hill to try and forge a bipartisan deal. And while no deal has yet been announced, senators who attended the meeting characterized it as, quote, positive. As President Biden remains committed and firm on his position against increasing the gas tax, Senator Manchin said that one thing that the conversation was centered around today was looking for ways to pay for the infrastructure plan that doesn't violate that red line that Biden has drawn. You'll be able to tell if there's a real possibility for a bipartisan deal here in the days ahead when you look at Joe Biden's schedule. Do more and more meetings get added to his schedule, like the meetings he had yesterday with two of the moderates in the Democratic caucus, Senator Manchin and Senator Sinema? Does he start meeting in earnest with Republican senators who are on board with this plan in a way to bring it across the finish line. And after today's likely defeat on voting rights, the Biden team is going to be scrambling overtime to try and get a victory here. And finally today, the Biden administration is on track to fall short of that 4th of July vaccination goal that the president set for the country. You may remember, he said by the 4th of July, he wanted to see 70 percent of American adults to have gotten at least one vaccine shot. Well, the administration is currently on track to fall short of that goal. So today, in perhaps an effort to move the goalposts a bit, Jeff Zients, the top COVID coordinator for President Biden, noted that 70 percent of Americans 30 and older have received at least one shot of the vaccine. We set 70% of adults as our aspirational target, and we have met or exceeded it for most of the adult population. This is a remarkable achievement. Where the country has more work to do is particularly with 18 to 26-year-olds. Both Zeitz and then later White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said they are on track to meet some of these goals a couple of weeks following the 4th of July. It's just taking them a little longer than they had initially hoped. Also, it's worth noting, Saki reiterated that Biden plans to have a thousand guests on the South Lawn for a Fourth of July celebration, frontline workers who were critical to moving this country through the COVID crisis. So while the overall goal that Biden set for the country to reach by the Fourth of July may not be reached, he's not backing down from his ability to at least have those that are already vaccinated celebrate their independence from the virus. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
over 37,000 companies have already made the move to NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com briefing. netsuite.com briefing.